Hi, I'm Katherine Ellsworth-Kretz. I'm a social climate scientist, and I've helped raise millions of pounds for climate action and supported hundreds of volunteers to take part in making their community a more sustainable place. I want to share what I've learned and inspire others to be powerful climate change workers and catalysts. If you're also passionate about climate justice, then you're in the right place. Welcome to Joyful Climate Writing. Hello, friends. I have an episode today that's going to be about chronic pain and pain management. I recently hired a chronic pain specialist and one-to-one coach, although I'm going to link the details for the app that she has because everything she's taught me is handily bundled there. And I didn't think I was going to have much to report on or to share after only a few days of using her techniques, but it has been so incredible that I feel like it is worth sharing because I cannot be alone in, you know, being in pain. I'm sure I'm not. But I also realized that I've been avoiding talking about the things that I struggle with. And I was really inspired by a friend recently who really opened up to me about one of their own kind of shames around their own health issues and, you know, reached out and asked for help. And yeah, similarly, they just made such a huge shift. They broke a big pattern and it made me realize that I don't talk about uh, the amount of chronic pain I've had over the last years, eight years. Part of that is because part of me thinks like, um, I don't have like arthritis or something that's um, more of like a diagnosis. Like I injured my leg because, uh, see, I'm shaming myself here because I was like stupid sliding on some ice. (laughs) But, you know, like things happen. You can injure yourself just walking down the street. When I broke my wrist, most people I met who had the same injury like just slipped walking off the sidewalk or like down a hill you know it wasn't like they were doing something extraordinary so at least I was out there with my eye sacks and crampons and I just happened to overload uh my leg when I kind of self-arrested and it's been causing me grief since I also have (laughs) a tendency to be someone who has been really physically active like when I was a kid from 13 to 23, we backpacked every summer and I got up to doing, you know, 30 miles a day with my tent and all my food and my water and I felt pretty badass. And so, you know, I kind of think after, um, I guess a year of healing and working with a physical therapist, I was like, yeah, I can cycle 60 miles a day. And I, you know, I, I then spread the injury to my knee because it had to compensate for this weakness in my hip. So anyway, I kind of feel like I brought it on myself, but it doesn't, it doesn't really matter in some ways. I am someone who, um, 
yeah, has had chronic pain, which is, you know, for over three weeks. But basically for the last eight years, I've at some point in that year probably had three to six months of daily pain in that leg and or, you know, cycles and flare ups as I think I'm better and then maybe overdo it. And um, I also thought because it was kind of a low, consistent, constant pain that I also didn't have anything to, about, to complain about. But what I've already learned from working with this coach, um, Anna, is that actually I have been in the red zone a lot. And I was actually, I was in the red zone this weekend. I uh, was in bed all day. I was sleeping. I didn't have the energy to make any food or tidy the house at all, which is something I kind of wanted to do. I was actually pretty low because it was a three-day weekend and I really wanted to go climbing with a friend who I would have done in the past, but I re-injured my leg this March again. <laughs> I almost don't want to say how. And it's just this repeated cycle. And I have been seeing a physical therapist. I have been doing exercises, but I just had re-injured myself a little bit from playing badminton. I took some steps back and I was just so upset that I can't even hike right now. Like I can pretty much walk on relatively flat stuff and garden. That is my physical capability right now, which is actually amazing. Like this time last year, I, uh, for a while, I couldn't walk down my drive for like a week. <clears throat> oh, and I injured myself skiing last year as well. <laughs> And I injured myself skiing this year, too. And not even for the reason you think. Like, it wasn't anything exciting. It's just that um, when you have, like, a tendon injury, if you just kind of, like, overuse it, the repetition, it doesn't tell you in the moment. It's not like I crashed or anything exciting, any jumps. But, you know, the next day it's like, oh, no, now I can't walk. And so... Anyway, the technique that I want to share, and I guess the why it works, is uh, what Anna calls the pain buster. And so this really is similar to, uh, I'm sure I've talked about it on previous episodes, maybe the one on changing any memory. So neuroplasticity, neurons that fly, fire together, wire together. So over the last eight years, I have hundreds of times practice the pattern of associating feeling pain with my hip, my hamstring, and my knee. And when I notice those areas of my body, I, yeah, again, I practice that. I expect pain. I like really like look into those parts of my body. I concentrate on them a lot and then like, you know, check if they're in pain. And so I have this really big neural pathway there, like we call it a, a motorway. And the trick to changing your brain and your like how it's wired is to keep putting up a roadblock there and form a new neural network. And so the way that Anna suggests doing this is threefold. And this is partly because I'm not going to explain it as well as she does, so this is why you should probably just get her app. <laughs> but basically, she explains how, you know, our pain receptors um, go up our spine to our brain. And so you can narrow uh, that reception or kind of 
overload it by doing this. So the first step is to when you're starting to feel pain. And this is, of course, not like acute pain. This isn't like a new injury. This is something where, again, like I have I, – I don't have a new injury. Like I shouldn't be um, – experiencing as much pain as I am it's kind of an echo so pain works as an alarm from your body it's trying to be like danger danger like something's wrong you need to do something about it but my injury is eight years old yes I have sort of um, extended that or re-injured it over the years but like at the same time what I did to hurt it recently was like almost two months ago so I'm going to comfort my body and be like, actually, this is not a dangerous pain right now. Like me sitting in my bed, me going for a little walk, like these are these are not dangerous things that I've done. I'm not causing harm. So you thank your body for trying to protect you and remind it that actually you are safe and it's not dangerous. So there's a mental thing here. And I've talked about gremlins, I think in my first podcast episode. So it's the same thing there. So you're reassuring your body. And then you kind of like give yourself a hug. So you put your, cross your arms and put either hand on like your kind of shoulder area. And you, at the same time, kind of like, um, yeah, give yourself a little hug where you're like moving your hands up and down. So you're distracting and uh, narrowing what can kind of go up your spine because it's getting focused then on like that, that sensation of feeling your skin there. Uh, and at the same time, you also introduce, I think it's called box breathing. Is that right? So you breathe in for four, hold it. And when you exhale, you actually hum. Hmm. And again, that's just like all these other things that are kind of um, filling up the same receptors in that pathway up to your brain. And you do this for three minutes. And holy shirt. I'm watching The Good Place. So I'm trying not to swear. Holy shirt. I did that every time I felt pain my first day, which was over a dozen times. And every single time, the pain was lessened or went away. And the next day when I woke up is the first day I can remember, and I don't even know how long, where my body didn't hurt in that spot. And then I started focusing on it and like looking for the pain. But for like five minutes, I was just, wow, what a relief and like lack of energy, like or release of energy to not be constantly focusing on that pain. So, yeah, I just wanted to share this technique because I know she has many, many more, and I'm feeling so hopeful, but this weekend, I, and actually for the last few years, even though I've been seeing lots of different physios, I have been trying to get expert support. I have read around pain, all of that. I didn't really think it was possible that I could be pain-free again in my lifetime, and yeah, in only a couple of days, Anna has totally changed that for me. Um, I guess this is also just like, for me, that story of 
when you invest in yourself. So I having someone who's rooting for me and is, you know, answering any questions I might have that <laughs> make me think like, oh, this isn't actually working. You know, my brain's going to try to come up with reasons that I wouldn't want to get my hopes up, um, which is going to be natural, I suppose. But yeah, just uh, investing in yourself, asking for help. Um, those things make a big, big difference. And I hope that if any of you are out there suffering with pain, that, yeah, you're able to find some relief with this technique. All right. I will catch you next week. That's all for now.